Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Okay, the word is out. They're gonna talk about the VOD and the silver screen. Kevin and Tom and Joe know all there is to know. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish. Nope, that's not right. Broadcasting from the south side of St. Louis. This is Real Spoilers, episode 674, Hawkeye, the series. Uh, hi. Yeah, not uh, not who does the normal intro, and I gotta tell you, it's not easy. So, uh, the Real Spoilers has gotten hit with the Rona. It finally happened. Uh, Kevin is out this week. He is fine. Uh, he's got some stuff going on in his family. Uh, so we decided to go ahead and with my stuff still going on at work, we decided to go ahead and release this episode, uh, that was going to be a Patreon exclusive to you guys on the main feed. Uh, we, we put up a little poll a little while ago, right before Hawkeye ended, uh, and you guys seemed pretty cool and you seemed like you wanted to, you wanted us to review it. So I somehow, uh, sweet talked my wife into, uh, watching the entire series, which never happens. And then we recorded the episode. Uh, so that's what that that's what this is going to be. So thank you guys for your input, and hopefully you enjoy this one. Uh, we'll get the the good stuff out of the way. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, two real spoilers on whatever podcatcher you've got. Um, I know that now on Spotify you can now rate and review. So let's go ahead and do that. That'd be great. Uh, more eyeballs on the product, if you will, is always good. Don't forget about the Patreon, patreon.com backslash real spoilers. Where for $5 a month, you get a bunch of extra bonus stuff. The Scream retrospective that I have begun should, the first episode should be up by now, uh, with Ryan L. Terry from the Forza Crowd podcast. Episode two, hopefully, should be out this week. And then if I can um, somehow get things rolling, episodes three and four, you should have by the end of the month, uh, just in time for the new movie, which I think comes out next week. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Uh, at real spoilers you can also join the league of show shares uh you know all that stuff i don't have the the shares this week give me a break it's been a it's been a week 
but you know who you are, and we love you for it. We love you a lot. You guys are great. Uh, I guess the last thing is don't forget to follow the the host of this show. You can follow me uh, on the Twitter at JoeyButtsBUTTS21. Don't forget Roger Kubert is Tom and Kevin R. Brackett all on Twitter. Uh, that's I think that's it, right? No, I'm just doing a checklist in my brain, making sure I didn't screw this up too bad. I'm sure that I will, and I did. Uh, but that's it. All right. Uh, moving forward, here is uh, my wife and I talking about Hawkeye. Thanks, guys. All right. So give me a little test. Funko Pop. <laughs> All right. Funko Pop. <laughs> Both of those work. All right. Great. So I kind of put out a some feelers to see <laughs> what pe- if people would be interested in this episode. Uh, and there was a pretty good response. So what I've I've somehow talked my my wife into <laughs> doing kind of like a quick not quick but like a none of your podcasts are quick. That's true. I mean, the real spoilers ones are ish. Yeah, uh, the ones that I recorded from the house sometimes aren't. No, they are not. no, they are not. Yeah. Uh, if you listen to this and you know that I have guest spotted on other shows like binge movies, I think I did a, uh, three and a half hour podcast on John Carpenter. Sometimes when I'm trying to sleep (laughs) and our house, we don't have a small house, but we don't have a big house (laughs) and you have a big voice. (laughs) That's probably true. That's a fair statement. Uh, so introduce yourself. What's your name? My name is Leanne Kathleen Johnson. Well, I don't, okay, don't give up everything. Like that's that's the, we don't need people finding all of our stuff on the on the interwebs. Um, how long have we been married? Almost twelve years. <laughs> We've been together for almost fifteen years. Okay, so you are very aware of superheroes and all that stuff. Aware, as invested <laughs> as you know, aware. <laughs> Probably more than most people. That's fair. That's fair. Simply because of my association. <laughs> what? So when did you? What was the last MCU flick that you saw in theaters? Was that? Did we? We did Infinity War, right? Or did I do that by myself? I think we definitely saw Endgame together in the theater, and that was it. That was the last one, probably. Okay. So you know who these characters are? Yeah. Right. Uh, I, I care about them. <laughs> I don't think that's true at all. I'm invested. <laughs> that's also not true. Uh, so I knew that if I could, if I could get you to watch the first episode of Hawkeye, which is what we're talking about, the Hawkeye series wrapped up last week. Um, so I thought I was like, if I can get her to watch that first one, he asks me to watch a lot of things (laughs) and I watch almost nothing. I'm sitting next to you. You don't have to say he, you could just say, I'm talking to the audience. Uh, that's true. Hey guys. He tries to get me to watch a lot of things, and I, I watch almost none of it because I am tired. Because I try to include you. I, I want to include you. I appreciate that. Do you? I like the thought. <laughs> That's more appropriate. So we, I knew, knowing Hawkeye was coming out, uh, I tried to, to sneak it in there. He did. Yeah. And she watched the first episode. And uh, he just turned it on when I was in the room. Oh, that's... Yeah, because I got to be sneaky. And then it was happening, and I... Got washed away. That's how we had our first kid. I had... What? <laughs> it was just happening, and then I got washed away? <laughs> See? That See? That doesn't sound right. Oh, all right, all right. Uh, so, yeah. So, I knew... With knowing Hawkeye was coming out, knowing that I was going to watch it anyway, uh, I just kind of threw Trying it Trying to feel more connected to his wife. <laughs> yes, right. Uh, 
I just threw it to see what would happen and what happened. I became very invested and had to watch every episode and reminded him when it was on when he forgot and said we had to watch it right now and got mad when he watched wrestling instead. <laughs> Which honestly is also the story of our life. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess give the folks your take. What did you think? What did you think of the show in general? Like overall? This is what I was nervous about. I don't know. I liked it a lot. Okay. I got invested in the characters. Who was your favorite character? I, I liked the guy that she killed, that Maya killed at the end. Okay. Oh, okay. Not which guy did you find attractive? I wanted to bone him. <laughs> Is that okay? Yes. He's cute. I like those throat tattoos. <laughs> I, I don't have, I'm not, I'm never getting a throat tattoo. He has tattoo. a lot of tattoos, but no throat tattoos. <laughs> no, I, I don't, I'm not getting a throat tattoo. Mm. Uh, okay, so you liked the Maya's like second in command. What was his name? Come on, I don't know. What? I don't remember. That. He's a he's a minor character. I don't remember what his name is. I liked him. Okay, I liked Maya. I liked how at the end they had her hair down and had her look really different. And it I should I should say just real quick spoilers. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> spoilers. Well, isn't that kind of the whole point of this thing? It is kind of the whole point of this thing, but you, I you know, I like to give them the heads up. We're gonna spoil Hawkeye the, the entire show. I liked Maya. As a character. And what did I tell you about Maya? Do you remember? Yes. She's going to be the new Ronin. Yeah. Yeah. And I also, I have her first appearance. Oh, no, I don't remember that. Yeah, I do. Ask me what you're going to say. Are you ever going to sell it? Absolutely not. <laughs> okay, so you like the, the Maya and her, like, lieutenant. Yeah, I'm upset we can't remember his name because he's my boyfriend. <laughs> okay. And, uh, I mean, of course I like Hawkeye. The Clint Barton Hawkeye or Kate Bishop? Well, Clint Barton. Okay. I liked Kate Bishop, but to me, she's not Hawkeye yet. So fair. he's That's Hawkeye, fair. and she's the bumbling child who's trying to figure it out. But she was adorable. Haley Seinfeld, who we, who you might recognize from Pitch Perfect. She was in, she's the voice of Spider-Gwen. In, he's saying into you the... like the audience, because I don't know who anyone is. <laughs> she's Gwen Stacy from Into the Spider-Verse. I know who that is. Or, yes. In general. Yeah, she was in, she's, she's very, she's a very talented actress. Um, and then, so you've got, uh, right, we've got Jeremy Renner is coming back as Hawkeye. We've got Linda Cardellini coming back so as. Really, I had two boyfriends in this. Who was the other one? Oh, Clint Barton? Yeah. Oh, that's fair. It's kind of like you had your your nice but broken, and then your totally broken boyfriends. That's how I like my men. <laughs> Did that get awkward for you? No. <laughs> we, we both know it's true. Uh, like there was, how yes. much do your fans know? Not enough. <laughs> Not that much. Mm. Uh, yeah. So this is this is um, the man. It's crazy to think that. Marvel. I know that I know something you liked about the show. What was his wife? I did like his wife. Yeah, yeah. Linda Cardellini. Uh, how you doing? Yeah. Um, so this Marvel, you know, we all know that Marvel has been putting out these these shows, and the um, haven't really been in continuity. I guess they kind of have. Loki was in, but you didn't watch Loki, right? No, I watched the last one. Okay. And I feel like it told me all I needed to know. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Is I have to sneak in these episodes. <laughs> It really, I understood a lot by the end of that episode. Excellent, excellent. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so we this this show picks up uh, one year after Endgame. So life for Clinton Barton, you know, we've got no Captain, Captain America's gone, Tony Stark is dead. Um, I'm not over that. Which part? Tony Stark being dead, I'm not over it. Elaborate. It makes me feel upset. Really? Well, yeah. 
Interesting. Do you? So here's, I'm surprised you're surprised. Well, here's the crazy part, right? Is we started dating in 2007. Yes. Right. So the the MCU spans our entire relationship. Iron Man came out in 2008. I believe it. I feel like this has been our entire relationship has been the hype for the next movie and the gotta, next show. Got to watch this new trailer. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so that makes sense though. Like you, you're like, is he? Is he? Is Iron Man like the character that you're invested in the most? You would say, like over, like you've got Chris Hemsworth as Thor. Don't care about him. Evans as Captain America. Don't care about him. Tom Holland as Spider Man. Could care less. Oh. Don't, I'm not, you, not invested. You could care less or you couldn't care less? I don't understand less. the difference between those phrases. To me, they mean the same thing. <laughs> I I struggle. Sometimes when I'm driving, I think about that, actually. And I think, which one means what? I don't know. Well, if you could care don't, less. Let's that, not do it. Let's get back to the characters. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Uh, Scarlett Johansson. I like her. She's dead, too. She is dead, too. Um, I guess Yelena. I like her. You like Elena? Florence Pugh's uh, the new Black Widow or White Widow, depending on what yes, they do I'm with her. Yes, I'm looking forward to seeing how that develops, I guess, because you're going to make me watch it. Maybe. I'll watch it. I liked her. Fair enough. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange. So I liked, I like him as an actor. Uh-huh. I'm not like particularly invested in him in that particular character. We did watch a lot of Sherlock. I love him as Sherlock. Yeah, it was pretty great. I agree with that. Remember that How to the Baskervilles episode? We were both Scared like, it was, it was the crap out of me. Was thought creepy, I was going to have to just give up. It was a creepy episode. That's for sure. Thought I wasn't going to make it through. Uh, Nick Fury as, uh, no, sorry, Sam Jackson as Nick Fury. Not, not invested. Uh, Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. Not invested at all. I don't think you saw her movie. Did you? No. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, who else have we got? We've got the Guardians of the Galaxy. So Chris Pratt. Yeah, I enjoy it. Okay. Zoe Saldana. I like her. Gamora. But again, she's a little bit broken. Dave Bautista, well, she's dead. What? I, apparently, I like all the dead characters. <laughs> remember she? Remember he? Thanos kills her in Infinity War. Okay. And the Gamora yeah. that we get in an Endgame is a different Gamora. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave Bautista as Drax. I enjoyed his character. It was hilarious. <laughs> He's very funny. Uh, Vin Diesel as Groot. I mean... <laughs> okay. Trust me, that's the extent of Vin Diesel's acting ability. Okay. So getting that... Bradley Cooper as Rocket. I, he's one of my favorites. I, I mean, he's adorable yeah. and hilarious, but am I invested in him the way I am in who we're talking about? Yeah. Remind me. Tony Stark. Yeah. <laughs> Tony Stark. Am I invested in, in, in the... No, I'm not invested uh, okay. in him like okay. I'm invested in Tony Stark. Uh, uh, Chadwick Boseman, RIP, as the Black Panther. Liked him. Yeah, he was really good. Um, doop, doop, doop. Sebastian Stan as Bucky Barnes, the mm. Winter Soldier. I mean... That's fair. They haven't really let him do a whole lot. Mm. Uh, either way, Tony Stark is the one that yeah, you... Yeah, okay. I'm the most connected with him. He's very... Um, I just feel like he's been really built up. You really understand him. There's a lot of depth to him. His character is dimensional. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I I guess I am invested in him the most. Okay. And it sucked that he died. Did you cry? I don't remember. I don't think I cried. Okay. Interesting. So oh, invest- I know. You forgot Ant-Man. Oh, well, Paul Rudd is kind of the man. He's my boyfriend. Yeah, I know. I have a lot I know. of boyfriends. <laughs> you sounded like, I am prolific. You sounded like Schmidt. <laughs> that's just you just watched that. That's true. That's true. Uh, okay. So we're one year post uh, Endgame. So our heroes are kind of split. There's no, there's the Avengers exist, but there's no uh, massive threat that is facing them right now. And we're reintroduced to Clint Barton, uh, who's in New York. And I will say there is something 
that is a ama- kind of awesome. I I really enjoy like Christmas in New York. He thinks because he's never. I know been that's there. probably true. It's probably cold as. And I, but I, I and lo- he hates the cold. <laughs> also correct. Yeah, I, I don't but like it's, the cold. For some reason, it's attached there's to some sort of nostalgia. There's for you, something there that, like, like Christmas in New York is like. I, I think that would be really cool. Maybe like to fly over it. it would be like, oh, there it was. I've added it to the list of things in my brain. We'll okay. have to do someday. Okay. Look at yeah, that's pretty cool. When our kids are grown. <laughs> oh, we got a ways. I'm not dragging them around <laughs> cold New York. I'll drag you around. <laughs> that's true. You might have to at that point, depending on when we get it done. Um. And we see Clint with his kids, and they're going to see the Avengers musical, which I think is hilarious. And I missed that part, because this is when he was sucking me in. He turned it on, oh. and I was just living my life, didn't know that I was about to get pulled into this whole series. Yeah, so it's a musical kind of based around the events of New York, so the Avengers in 2012. Um, which I think I went to the bathroom during that part of the movie, because it's not very familiar. Do you think you went to the bathroom? I mean, not really, but I don't remember it at, very like, well. like the quintessential scene of I that movie. I must have had to go. <laughs> Let's, had we just gotten married? I don't know. What year was it? Tw- oh, no. 2012. So Bella was a year old. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's a rough, that's a rough patch. <laughs> we call those the dark years. Yeah, we don't talk about that. Uh, so, you know, he's well, he's re-watching his ent- this entire thing. He makes kind of a joke that... Um, there's an there's an Ant Man like on the in the in the uh, the musical and he's like he wasn't even there like it was kind of a cute little joke. Um, goes out see he's you can't tell if he's if he's having PTSD or what's going on but he's just having a hard time right like he's having a hard time kind of adjusting to. I wasn't watching the show oh, yet so okay. I can't participate. So he was he <laughs> you know he kind of goes outside and he's like taking a knee uh, outside the theater and I take it back I think it's called Rogers the musical so it's kind of based on on Captain America. Um, and his kids come out and it's just a real, I thought it was a really touching moment where all of these characters, whether it's Thor or the Hulk or, uh, Captain, you know, the original Avengers, you oh, don't, yeah, we didn't talk about the Hulk. He could be my boyfriend too. Well, which Ed Norton or Mark Ruffalo either. Oh, cause they're both the Hulk either. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Columbo. Yeah. <laughs> um, none of them really have a family right so clint barton is kind of the one that we know from age of ultron has this family and they're living off the grid which we'll get into um so he just i think he's the most human yeah out of all of them um i think steve rogers is probably a close second i don't know i think that maybe that's kind of part of why i relate to iron man is because he's also human through his relationship with pepper yeah and they definitely try to humanize him more when we get to end game right because he's got the little girl and he's got yeah. pepper and he has to make a choice um well and he's always and like the way he looks out for spider-man like he's oh, got sure, this sure, kind sure, of paternal sure. thing going for him that makes him more human i think than some of the other characters are all allowed to be i think that's fair i think the only difference is like he's got the suit right like where hawkeye has nothing yeah he's just a guy with the arrows um but they both have hearts they do both have hearts and i think hawkeye's is I'm hesitant to say a little bit bigger because he kind of does take Kate under his wing initially when, you know, reluctantly, I guess he doesn't. Well, he's a father. That's right. I mean, he's a father to Kate at times. He's fatherly towards Maya. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when in that in that scene when he's talking to her, which I guess we'll get to. And Yelena. And Yelena, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's he's just a father throughout. And I think that is 
it's a pretty huge part of who he is as a as a person and, and a character. Which is interesting because they don't really do anything in the MCU to flesh that out, right? Like anytime we see him, he's just the guy shooting the arrows. Mm-hmm. Except for that scene, he had, he had a couple scenes in the scene in Age of Ultron where we meet his family for the first time, so Avengers two, and then the scene in uh oh shit, was it? I guess it is Endgame where we see his family dust mm-hmm. you know that mm-hmm. was kind of that was a that was a gut punch of a scene mm-hmm. um and then we see the phone call when linda cardellini calls him mm-hmm. for the first time so they definitely tried to give him more to do and obviously he gets six episodes here so six hours of character development and i liked it yeah yeah no, this so let's get that out of the way this was probably one of the better in my opinion i like i liked falcon and the winter soldier i liked loki for whatever reason this one just kind of hit different and maybe it's the christmas thing maybe it's the whole christmas in new york but like they they brought in this cat is you mean this precious addition to our family <laughs> this fat cat playful joyful bundle of fur <laughs> snuck down in the basement um they they bring in some characters into this and uh, a reveal of a character that i think made this a little bit more enjoyable for me so the we'll just get out of the way the introduction of the big guy of wilson fisk uh in episode five and episode six uh yeah i mean like the very last scene of five i mean he's really only in six yeah yeah, they only paid him to work for one (laughs) that's probably true they paid him for a day yeah give or take for sure um wilson fisk who uh is the kingpin he was the kingpin in the netflix daredevil show uh if you're listening to this you know that they have officially brought in charlie cox who was daredevil he was in spider-man far from home as peter's lawyer um so they're starting to integrate some of those other characters in uh so watching anything with joe for me is (laughs) always kind of like this twofold experience one is because you didn't watch daredevil well no but i mean watching anything watching things with joe is interesting because he all has all of this lore inside of him (laughs) And he's just like, oh, did you see that? Oh, 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 oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I can't believe, I think this is going to happen. I think I know. I think I know. I also want you to recognize right now that when you yell at me for being loud down here. It's easy to do. (laughs) Anyway, he has all this lore. And so he is constantly like seeing things that make him suspect something else is going to happen. He gets super excited when certain people show up. And to me, it all means nothing. (laughs) For me, it's all brand new. So, like, I'm watching everything as a total newbie. Everything is washing over me. Second time I've said that. Yeah. Brand new, new experience. And for him, it's like this puzzle piece. Like, it's a puzzle and all these different pieces are coming together. And he is not sure what the end is going to look like. But each piece that goes in, he recognizes. And for me, it's all brand new. And so, So it it is kind of fun. For you, it's it's like a maze. And for me, it's like a puzzle sure yeah but i think it's interesting it's kind of fun to watch things with you um for the f- when it's new for you it's only fun oh. to watch things when it's new for you sure, sure, sure. um because you get really excited by things and that's fun to see it's not fun to watch things when he's already seen it or what he knows what's going to happen because then he just stares at me and wants me to have a big reaction <laughs> and i feel like i can never like i'm not don't have the right reaction or it's i'm not excited enough or sad enough 
So if he's already watched it, I refuse to watch it, which is why he has to be really planful about trying to suck me into things because once he started it, I'm out. That's fair. That's a fair statement. Uh, okay. So yeah, so episode one, we're introduced to Clint and his kids and all of those folks. And then an episode, well, I guess we should. And you're also introduced to her. her Yeah. Kate and her. We get a really fun scene. Vera Farmiga, who plays her mom, um, a really fun scene where she's, was she just trying to shoot? What was she trying to do with that bell? Remember, she's like standing on top of the roof at college and she's trying to shoot. No, I missed that part. Okay. Well, she's trying to like, (laughs) (laughs) oh, she's trying to make the bell ring. That's what it it is. Yeah. So she's got an arrow and she zings it off and she hits the bell. And of course the bell crashes through this entire thing. It's a big ordeal. Um, Sounds funny. It was pretty funny because it was an accident, of course, and they get caught. Uh, So Kate ends up uh, coming home and she goes to like this very fancy party and we're introduced like Vera from, I guess Kate's background is this. We know that Kate uh, was living in New York with her mom and dad at the time of the battle of new york so okay it's a little you know 2012 uh kate so how her house is kind of like the wall is blown off and she can see off in the distance hawkeye uh fighting the chitaris the aliens uh from the top of a roof and actually if you again if you watch that this is kind of one of the easter eggs what kate is seeing is a is an exact replica of a scene from the avengers that we had seen earlier right so it's we in the 2012 Avengers, we see it from one point of view. In this version, the 2021 show, we see it from a different point of view, but it's the same scene. And her dad dies. Yes, her dad dies. Kate comes home. We're introduced to Vera Farmiga, who plays. Uh, well, Hawkeye becomes her like hero. Yes, as a very young child, she grows up wanting to emulate him. She becomes an archer. Right, 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 right. That's absolutely right. Uh, World class archer, gymnast, fencing. She does all of this different stuff. Um, comes home, we meet her mom, and then we meet her mom's new boyfriend. Who um, she didn't know about. Correct. <gasps> what did he find? It's an alive bug. Well. Oh. The blue. cat is chasing around a silverfish. <laughs> oh. Well, blue note, you better get it, Ooh, bud. he's got some legs off of him. <laughs> that is revolting. <laughs> this is the joys of recording in a basement. The cat is winning. <laughs> Good job, blue note. Um... I should say that uh, the boyfriend is a villain in the Marvel Universe. He's the swordsman, uh, which we kind of get a taste of later in a couple episodes later when he uh, is fencing with Kate as kind of like a, I don't know, what would you call that? Kate's trying to get She's him, trying to trying out to, him as a bad guy. She's he, trying to show that he has more skill than he's let on in right, front of her mom. Right, right, right. And he, she, she kind of can't do it. But then he ends up being a good guy. Which is the twist in the comics, and right? And I like that he was a good guy. <laughs> he was hilarious and sweet. Right. He is kind of sinister. He is a little sinister in the beginning. Well, and he is, still does bad stuff, probably. Oh, we didn't see him do any bad stuff. Oh. Well, so remember, everything, remember cause, remember everything cause, about him that, that yeah, was all a setup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole thing was a setup. Um. So we find out that Kate kind of is suspicious of this guy and she sneaks down into this auction room and they're auctioning and auctioning off Avengers memorabilia. And they, well, it's like an illegal. Yes, it's an illegal auction. They're right. auctioning things that are on the black market that they shouldn't have. Correct. So they come across the Ronin costume uh, and we know that Clint Barton wore that costume uh, post snap post thanos snap did you just snap when you said that no oh <laughs> Why would i do that i just think you did no. something happened. just move the microphone mm. um 
And after his family was gone, he kind of says that he kind of just became a weapon. He just kind of uh, went where they told him to go, and he was basically murdering uh, mob bosses. Like an and yeah, it's exactly what he was. Um, so the we find out that the the tracksuit bros are trying to, I guess, get the costume. Oh no, no they're it's trying to get the watch. Well, there's the watch, and then Maya, I guess, knows that the costume is there, so she is. I guess she's. My, we should say that Maya. No, they're coming for the watch. Is that what it was? Yeah, they're they coming for the watch, to... and then the Ronin suit is sold first. That's right. And then it gets knocked to the side, and then Kate takes it just to hide, just so that nobody recognizes her because she's trying to get away. She takes the Ronin suit, right? Yeah, but That's like right. they actually come for the watch. That's right. And the watch, it's it's interesting. Like the watch is this thing but it's doesn't become a thing until the very end like it's i forgot about it because i think because, that's on purpose yeah yeah it was you remembered it because you pay attention to those details sure. i forgot about it <laughs> yeah. you're like wait wait what about the watch <laughs> and then in the last five seconds they resolve the watch <laughs> figure out the watch but the watch is kind of the catalyst we know that um when clint figures out that the the ronin cut co- like he clint sees the you know kate ends up wearing the ronin costume she gets in trouble uh, gets with in the tracksuits. Correct. The tracksuit bros, which are from the David Aha, Matt Fraction, Hawkeye series. I enjoyed them. They are very funny. They're very funny in the comics, too. Like, they're just absolutely ridiculous. Um, she gives some great relationship advice to one of them. That comes back later, mm-hmm. which that is a, a nice little payoff. Funny. That's a nice little payoff. Uh, Clint sees that the Ronin is back. And, of course, now he has a whole different pile of situations that he has to contend with well because the tracksuits i think are also like on the news at the same time so i think it's, it's just the no i think it's just the maya thing i think he just sees ronin just the outfit yeah well, which i mean sets it all he off he decides he has to get it back right um so unfortunately his kids are with him so he has to like leave his kids in the hotel uh goes out and does the hawkeye thing and his kids up, are not super young don't worry it's not a no that one is super young yeah but there's like a 17 year old brother i'm just saying it's okay oh, to leave them alone sure 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 yeah it's not like they're leaving kevin McAllister. that's not the same <laughs> no, it's not the same uh, <laughs> the, the, i don't know how that's gonna sound when <laughs> that's edited together uh so yeah so he ends up tracking kate down there's a pretty good fight scene here and he doesn't really give her the information as much as like that's he doesn't say that that's my suit but he's no, like no she, she doesn't figure he doesn't tell her that for until like a four or five episode. yeah like the one towards the end um so now he realizes that because we should say that now that the ronin has been put onto tv that kind of sets off these other this other group of people um we should maya who in the comic books uh, is a Daredevil character, which all of this kind of ties into Daredevil a little bit. She is a deaf superhero who... Uh, that was an old comic from a long time ago, but I think she's tied to the Kingpin somehow. Like, I think the tie that we see in in this show by, like, episode six is exactly how they were tied together. Um, but we know that Ronin killed Maya's dad. So yeah. Maya has been on the the hunt for Ronan ever since, and it's kind of put a wedge between her and the lieutenant, and um, hurt the business, I guess. Like they kind of hint that because of her obsession with Ronan, like it's yeah, kind she, of hurt like, the business. Yeah, she like gets off track, and she's too impassioned when she needs to be more focused and business minded. Right, and- right, right, right. Um, 
and that's kind of that that's the story for the most part is them is Maya after the Ronin but she's actually after Kate not realizing that she, who she should be after is is Clint Barton and Clint just trying to extricate Kate good word excellent word I married a smart lady <laughs> uh yes trying to get Kate out of there but it's just like Kate refuses to a listen and to uh, allow herself to be extricated she's yeah. kind of always putting she keeps, herself she pretty quickly starts calling herself saying that they're partners yeah yeah which hawkeye clint wants nothing to do with um because what happened to his last partner she jumped she off fell <laughs> off a cliff at her i guess she didn't fall she, she jumped threw herself yeah. down yeah on veer mirror or whatever it's called um so while all this is going on you've got this shadowy character kind of following them around now you did not watch black widow right you did not watch the movie oh no i didn't okay so she does she's not following them around she just kind of like pops in and out right but you don't see her you don't see who she is until episode four three or four okay right i don't feel like she's following them around i feel like she shows up later after she after they meet with kate's mom and kate real kate's mom realizes that she's hanging out with hawkeye which is a really i love this scene calls in a favor right and you're not sure what that means that's right and then later you find out that she called in for she called yelena in that's right and so you don't really see yelena until then you don't see her like off in the distance like keeping an eye on them no you're just making stuff up okay maybe um yeah i i I really like that scene where clint comes to dinner with kate and her you know she meets clint meets her parents her mom yeah did scene- you watch a different show no, there's a whole scene they didn't with- come to dinner they, they, they were d- they were sneaking in to try to look stuff up on the computer oh you're right you're right i'm down thinking of them like sitting at the table that's what i was yeah, yeah but you're no right, they you're got right. put down at the table because they were in trouble that's right they were in clint trouble. got in trouble clint got in trouble uh but i really did like this scene where they're at the elevator yeah and it's very intense where she not so subtly threatens clint to get away from to her get daughter. away correct correct uh and clint's like okie dokie <laughs> you know so you've got that going on she invokes black widow so it's you know yes correct correct um so you've got that going on and then you've got uh him trying to get home right he knows that things are going to get bad in new york so he sends his kids home but he's still trying to be a dad. He's still trying he to promise them he'd be home by Christmas Day. Correct. So the whole thing has like a a timetable that he's trying to get done by. And it's not looking good. It's not happening. It's not looking good at all. What? Well, we haven't told them that he's going deaf. Oh, that's true. You're right. We didn't bring that up, which I think is a, another uh, interesting wrench in the in the hawkeye world because he is a human and all of this trauma you know explosions and getting hit in the head and all that stuff is starting to cause hearing loss for him so you know at at points he'll take his hearing 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 aid aid, Mm -hmm. so he doesn't have to hear anything he can just be exist and not have to worry about it but it also makes him vulnerable because when it gets knocked out then he's like if it gets knocked out on accident Mm -hmm. then he's very vulnerable yeah big time uh, that's also an, a little thing from the comics that Hawkeye was going deaf in the in the Mad Fraction David Aha series. Um, so one of the one of the funnier scenes in the series is when 
we figure out that the Ronin suit, which has gone missing a second time, is now in the possession of a LARPer. Oh, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> that was a good scene where he, Clint Barton, has to go to like a LARPing convention and <laughs> he has to like fight this guy to get the, the Ronin suit back. Um, the scene that I liked is like the slow motion one where he is. Mm-hmm leaps and bounds more trained than these guys and it's in slow motion and he's just like ducking very slowly and knocking guys out of the way left and right and finally the guy uh who becomes kind of a side character as the show continues uh is like look you just if you just let me win he recognizes who he is he knows <laughs> immediately that he's he knows immediately who he is yeah he's like if you just let me win i'll give you the suit. i'll give you the suit and hawkeye's like all right sure and he's like but you got to make it look good and of course he there's a whole thing and he hawkeye gives himself up to this kid i say kid this probably not a kid an adult um so yeah so then we get the scene we get kate uh in her apartment and there's an right there's an explosion and well they yeah the tracksuits come and they throw like a molotov cocktail mm -hmm. right um but because in their mind she's still ronin correct is that right Mm-hmm. okay um how do we get back to so how do we get to the root what are they doing are they in oh they're going for the watch right right and in, in maya's apartment right well is they don't where know they where it is she tracks the watch and so they go i think maybe his wife tracks it or something well that's that's the reveal right there so i will say in age of ultron when we meet Linda Cardellini for the first time, Tony Stark says she's a shield agent and everybody's like, what are you talking? Like, look at it. Like, you know, whatever. So Tony Stark called that (laughs) in like 2014. So she tracks it and then they go, but they don't know whose apartment it is. Correct. And she's, Kate is in there snooping around and Clint is like out on a roof, kind of like providing cover. Right. And then he realizes where she is. And she she's, realizes it's the motion sensors. Yeah, that she's yeah. in Maya's apartment. And then it's too late. Like Maya's already fighting her in you've got the apartment. Ma- you've got Maya fighting Kate in the apartment. And you've got... You'll, you've well, got then all Clint of a sudden, Yelena appears. Right. But Clint, you don't know who she is yet. Which is a, a pretty cool... Like if you had seen Black Widow, I think that's a pretty cool reveal. Um, because we know that at the end of Black Widow, at the post credit sequence... Uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus shows up and um, gives Yelena a file. The, Yelena, they're at Natasha's gravesite, and she gives her a file and says, "This is the person responsible for killing Natalia, Natasha, not Natalia. It's a different character altogether, <laughs> Natasha." Um, and gives her a file. And of course, the picture in the file is Clint Barton. Um, so yeah we're back on the rooftop clint is being attacked she kind of rips the hood off and it's revealed that florence Pugh, which i gotta tell you is like a major coup for a marvel tv show to get an actor the the level of florence Pugh at this point in her career to come onto this tv show um and play what was that that had to be episode three right because Mm -hmm. episode four maybe it was episode four because she's prominent in five and six. Mm-hmm. So we get that reveal. And then this is the scene where I think Kate kind of has her. Kate gets out of the apartment and gets over to the roof. And Kate kind of has Yelena dead to rights with an arrow. And right. they kind of have this a similar moment that is told to us by Clint about the first time that uh, Nat and um, Clint met. 
where Clint kind of said, I knew she wasn't bad. I knew she wanted out. So I didn't kill her and kind of brought her into the fold. And this one, Kate has her in her inner sights, inner sights. And Yelena just shakes her head. No. And Kate lets her go. Right. Um, and I will say, I do like their, Oh yeah. They have great chemistry. They have very good chemistry. Haley Steinfeld and Florence Pugh have very good chemistry together. Um, and this is Clint realizes that this has gone on far enough. Like this is too much. This is Kate needs out. Kate needs out. And he does kind of like the, it's kind of tropey where the, the partner's like, you're, you're too, you're too rookie. You're too green. You can't do this. You can't kind do the tropey. Yeah. I mean, it is very much a trope. Oh, where, it is a trope. Oh yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, you can't do this. You, you know, you got to go blah, blah. And he kind of breaks up the, the partnership. Um, and then we go to episode five where Kate is kind of distraught and she has another, oh, she goes back to her apartment, her burned out apartment, and she has another interaction with Yelena, uh, where they sit down. And I do kind of like that she keeps calling her Kate Bishop. Like, it's Mm -hmm. just one of those little things that I enjoyed. Um, and we know that somebody hired her but we don't know who it was. And and she's it, basically trying to pump Kate to find out where Clint is. Right. And Clay, and Kate won't give it up Mm-mm. at all. We also know that. Um, but it also builds a lot like their relationship builds in that time. Like you can tell they? Kate and um, Yelena, you, they, sure. like, they like each other. They, they play off of each other. You can tell that they like they're drawn to each other. They're interested in each other in like a. I don't know, like a bestie way. Like the no, way no, no. They, I think you're absolutely the way they right. Play off of each other is like, well, you could be my bestie. Let's be friends, but I want to kill your partner. But it is interesting that the original Hawkeye and the original Black Widow are friends. We're very good friends, and now we've got the new Kate, the new Hawkeye, and the new Black Widow also kind of striking up that friendship, that relationship as well. I'd watch a whole season just about them too. I agree with you. They're adorable. Yeah, I think that'd be great. Yelena kind of alludes that somebody close to Kate hired her but doesn't tell her who i mean she's clear that she was hired to do it i don't remember if she's acted like it was somebody was close or maybe to her. kate kind of plants the seed as to like who would have either way like there's yeah, I think there's more of that comes out in the in the next the next one is when she because she doesn't know who hired her yet that's, that's right. right she that's asks right. yelena like you need to figure out who hired you if you think clint's bad you whoever hired you is bad and you need to figure out who that's hired right. you because that's, that's right. the bad person. That's absolutely right. And so right. then Yelena looks into like, who did hire me? She gets curious. And she starts tracking it down and, and she figures out. out who hired her and then that's when she tells Kate, hmm, it's somebody close to you. Right. And then is that the scene at the, at the, at the table where she's like, she, Kate gets the, Clint yeah, basically she, says, you're right, we're in this together. Like, fine. I, I, I acquiesce to you. Like, we can do this together. Oh, good word. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And she gets the text at the dinner table and says, Kate Bishop, I found who hired me uh, and sends the picture of her mom. The woman in the woman in this picture, the person in this picture is the one who hired me. And she slides the phone over to Clint and Clint's like, that's the guy I've been worried about. Like, that's the big guy. That's the the guy I was worried that was be part of this thing. And we get a picture of the phone and it's. Kate's mom and Wilson Fisk, the Kingpin, played by Vincent D'Onofrio, who played the Kingpin in the Daredevil TV show. We should say that Clint has the watch 
and there's a there's a scene between uh jeremy renner and linda cardellini where she starts speaking german like over the phone and i think i remember looking at you and being like aha like that makes total sense as to exactly wa- and yes and another example of watching things with joe where he's like ah oh, things are connecting in my mind yes exactly um because in the comic books hawkeye is married to bobby morse who was agent th- not agent 13 was sharon Car- or peggy no sharon carter who we see in captain america the the blonde you can't see this listeners but i'm getting a blank face yes. on that one but we know that now now clint has the watch the watch is back in his possession which we know that it has information on it that is important. super super sensitive but very important to the barton family from what we have seen so far ascertained Ooh, excellent word so did, did we get the reveal of the back of the watch the last it's thing. the it's the very last thing that they that they say mm-hmm. but we do know that it's in the possession of clint at this point he's got the watch back um now we've led to the penultimate episode episode six uh, wait you missed a whole thing you what? missed where he fights with maya and reveals to her oh you're right is that that's five i think so yeah where he puts on the ronin suit he kind of tells maya to meet me here yeah, because he wants he knows Maya's not going to stop, right? And so, right. and he knows that Kate can't handle Maya, and so he sets it so that he meets Maya and but, kind of puts her in her place. And he basically reveals to her, "Look, I was hired to kill your dad, right? I was hired to kill your dad by your boss, by some. Oh, does he says say your boss? I think, yeah. I mean, I think or he, he alludes it, to it. Yeah, he makes it clear, yeah. like I was hired by your boss to kill your dad." Right. You need, we are being used. People use people like us as tools. They use our pain and our passion to meet their own ends. And that's what's happening to you. And that's what happened to me. And I regretted it. And I don't want you to regret it. And you need to know what you're really dealing with. It's right. basically right. what he says to her in a very powerful scene because his, she's deaf and his. Oh, it's all through sign. Yeah. Right? His, or she, or she his, can lip read. Uh, hearing aid has been knocked out and so he is signing and mouthing to her and you're watching her intake this pretty intense information for her and then um it changes things for her yeah that's totally right uh skipped over it well yeah you're right you know um and this is where maya starts putting together who wasn't there Mm -hmm. who wasn't there the night her dad died uh and he she kind of realizes that it's the lieutenant the number two guy was not there and kind of calls calls him out on that my throat tattoo boyfriend (laughs) yeah right right (laughs) who in in this show is kind of built to be like they're very very close to each other do you think they're romantically involved i think it's kind of like if i was it's kind of like they are business partners they work together but like they have a lot of intensity between them but they probably haven't been able to like act it out because they're part of such a intense work relationship that it's not allowed but like there's tension between them they trust each other they care about each other they're invested in each other they've been through a lot together i think it becomes more obvious in the last episode that like they both have thought oh we sure, could be sure, sure they both have thought this could be something between us but it hasn't been something that's been allowed by their lifestyle that's fair that's fair so she kind of realizes that's all and we yeah. think she's gonna pack up and leave but she's actually just getting there's a really good scene between her and wilson fisk where they're all, I think they're sitting together and Wilson Fisk is kind of like, I loved your dad and, you know, you've been a part of my life since you were a child and kind of gives her, but we do kind of know 
Wilson Fisk is responsible for the death of her father. And he knows that she's going a little rogue and he's trying to rein her in. And now we know that she has information where she may go unhinged. Yeah. But she has to hide that from him. So she, we're watching her try to hide it from him. And he does say, she does say, like, I hear you. Like, can I take a, take a couple vacation days? And, and she's sort already this out. talked to the right hand man and kind of confronted him. And yeah. he's also in the room. So it's like he knows that she knows, but he also is trying to keep it from the big man. It's right. like this very awkward scene where they're all trying to kind of like play the other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was going to say front. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so our, our the, the last episode is why are they trying to infiltrate this party? They're trying to protect her. They're trying to protect the mom because then that's she, right. That's right. The mom pulls out. Yeah. Yeah. She tells Fisk because she, she she's realizes out. that her daughter is in too deep. She wants out. She doesn't want her daughter to get hurt. So she goes in and she's like, I'm done working with you. And we do know that like the, the deal is, is that her dad, Kate's dad was in pretty deep with Wilson Fisk and Wilson Fisk has kind of been involved with Kate's mom, not romantically, but business wise. Yeah. Uh, to pay off this debt that she has paid off like tenfold but because now he won't let her out correct so, so she says i've kept a dossier of everything <laughs> and uh you have to let me out or i'm going to ruin you Re- release this to the world then, which is just interesting like it, this is the problem that now they're running into is you have three seasons of a daredevil tv show where wilson fisk has this whole story and they're kind of like nope <laughs> like that thing doesn't we know it's the same actor we know it's the same character we know we're bringing in charlie cox's daredevil like we're bringing that into but so that is kind of difficult i think for marvel to have to contend with where they're just like no we want to use that guy but we don't want to reference anything that happened in those three seasons of a tv show um yeah so they go to this party they're going to infiltrate this party they're going to try to protect the mom as best they can. Um, yeah, it's a party that it's like a, an event that she's kind of like a big part of. Like and this so big Christmas soiree. They know that Fisk is probably going to try to kill her at this party. And so they go to protect her and the other people at the party. And Red the other dot. people at the party. Um, because they know it potentially could get violent. Yes. And it does. And it does. Uh, you get a So while all of their, while they're trying to protect everyone, Yelena shows up. Uh, and it's like going to throw a wrench into the works and try to kill Clint in the process. Um, you've got a really, again, more really good banter between um, Kate and Yelena where they're fighting their way through this whole And like, it's a hilarious party. fight because they don't want to actually hurt each other. Right. So they're just trying to keep the other from getting to Clint. Right. But they like Yelena doesn't want Kate to get there to tell him. And Yelena. Kate doesn't want Elena to get there to kill him. <laughs> right. And so they're basically like trying to stop each other without actually hurting each other. As best they can. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is, it, is it this where Kate kicks her in the stomach? Mm, and she's like, oh, that was good. That was a good one. And she's <laughs> yeah, like, right. yeah, well, back there when you did this, that was pretty cool. <laughs> that's very, yes, that's absolutely right. Um, so I think the the big takeaway from this episode is Clint has to deal with the grief of nat dying and him feeling like he allowed her to die uh and yelena kind of gives him the opportunity there's a pretty good fight between those two yelena kind of gives him the opportunity to confess his sins basically and 
he says he's like I, I didn't kill like she did this willingly like i couldn't i did like the line where he says you you know as well as i do i wasn't gonna stop her like once she had her mindset it wasn't gonna she yeah I, he's like you know her right she was already dead set on this on doing this and i there's nothing i could do that would stop her uh and I thought that was a really good scene because it it gives. Well, she doesn't believe him, and then he does some sort of. Oh, he does the call. Yeah, he okay. does that. There's a there's a whistle that Yelena and Nat have, um, that is like the, the thing that allows her to believe that he's telling the yeah, truth. Yeah, because obviously he was deeply close to her sister. If he would know that, right? And if you're deeply close to the sister, it's unlikely that you killed her. Right, and says like she talked about you all the time yeah. and. Um, you know, so we we should also say that Yelena got blipped. We we get we get the we don't really you know as these things go forward we don't really know who got snapped and who didn't. But Yelena says I lost five years of my life, so we know that Yelena got got snapped away and and brought back. Um, so she lets Clint go. She decides that she's not happy about it. She's not happy that Clint was there when her sister died, and she wasn't. But she lets Clint live, and we get the a pretty good. Oh, Ma, Kate takes on Kingpin on her own, and kind of gets smashed in the process. Doesn't really win the fight, but doesn't die. So, well, so that was a scene that I thought was interesting since I don't know anything about Kingpin at all. You know, he's always got his cronies with him who mm-hmm. are always doing all of his fighting for him. So I've never seen him fight. He's a beast, and then he was a beast mm-hmm. which i wasn't really expecting um so that was interesting for me to watch him, yeah like i mean just trash her and everything and i did it's 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 interesting because in the comics he, the way they draw him he's like a street level guy so he's always kind of fighting daredevil or spider-man um or these characters who are on the smaller side right spider-man's probably at 511 daredevil is probably you know six foot six foot one and he's just like this hulk of a like you know a hulk of a thing and vincent d'onofrio who i think is an amazing actor uh portrays that really well where he is and i'm sure it's all in the way they shot it too right like they're going to shoot it at a different level where kate's going to look a lot smaller and things you know force perspective and things like that um but he can fight like that's the thing and he's not bulletproof so like kate shoots him with an arrow and he kind of just pulls it out of him but the the idea is that he's so thick does that make sense? Like he's got so yeah. much muscle mass that the the arrow is not going to go through. Um, he usually does have some sort of bulletproof suit on because he's the kingpin. And her mom saves her. How does she save her? She drives the car into the. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, and then Fisk, we we cut back. It's the old Michael Myers thing where they Fisk is laying there at one point. They go back to look, and he's gone. And then we get a confrontation later with maya and fisk well kate first has her mom arrested yes <laughs> during all of this all of the things her mom has done for fisk have been revealed to kate and all of the things that she all the people she has you know betrayed including her fiance including um other people that you know the betrayal was pretty brutal and sure. so kate has her you know turns her in and, and she doesn't fight it Vera Fumiga doesn't really fight it. She doesn't fight it, but she's pretty brutal to Kate about it. Well, you know, don't be a criminal. I don't have that problem. Yeah, so then we get a, a confrontation between Maya and the Kingpin, 
where Kingpin kind of... But you forgot Maya killed Throat Boyfriend. He, she did kill Throat Boyfriend. <laughs> yes, that's... I gotta tell you, that we gotta come up with a different name for that well, guy. Well, if you just remembered his name... <laughs> I don't name, have my phone. Oh, there it is. It was, ended with an A. It was four letters. It had like a J <laughs> or a Y or something. A J or a Y. In Let's the middle. Go to, you know, it's not like we have mini computers. Like Cujo, something like that. I don't think it was Cujo. <laughs> <laughs> that is not what well, I think so that was. Well, so he is, he's the one who's trying to kill Hawk, uh, the mom. Yeah. He's like the assassin trying to kill the mom. And yeah. then he gets all thrown off on that. And then Maya confronts him and she tries to convince him to run away with him, with her. Like, let's be together. We what, can do this. What letters did you think was in that name? Just tell me what it is. Kazi. Oh yeah, Kazi. Obviously, why? Kazi, my boyfriend. <laughs> so she's she tries to convince him, like, let's just walk away, let's go away. We don't have to do this. He's like, you should have left. She's like, you can come with me. He's right. like, I can't. The job is me. I'm the job. I can't be. And the last thing he says is, I can't live in two worlds. Yeah. And then he like comes at her to try to kill her, and then she kills him. She stab with him? Her. No, like. She uses his arm to stab himself. Oh, sure, like sure, sure. He uses that's right, it's that's his right. hand and his knife, but it's her, she like turns it around, it turns it around and on it's him. Really sad. Well, and she looks stunning. They've got her hair down. This is this is more of like what Echo, which is the character's name, Maya's character, Maya's superhero name is Echo. Uh, looks like in the comics, and she's got um, what do you call that? Where it's like the top bun, but she's usually got like hair underneath it. That's not how her hair was in this part. But it is like the the longer hair, Long, like her hair flowing is, hair. But what do you call that? What is that? I don't know. Oh, well, that's what she usually looks like. It matters. Uh, and so yeah, so now there's the confrontation between Echo or Maya and the Kingpin, and Kingpin is, uh, sees her immediately and is like, oh, like you know, I'm so happy to see you. Like we're gonna be okay, and we get the reveal that Maya knows that kingpin is the reason her dad is dead and the camera kind of pans up of course very you know comic book movie fashion we hear a gunshot but we never see a body so and i feel like you don't hire vincent d'onofrio to come back if you're going to waste him in two episodes of a tv show the theory is that he's going to play a bigger part um maybe in other stuff going forward in new york he's a big you know the kingpin is like a the big deal in new york is he the kingpin of New York. Ah. Yes. <laughs> the crime world in New York. That's what uh, a kingpin usually is. Yes, but he is a Spider-Man villain. He is a Daredevil villain. Um, we know that Spider-Man has kind of gone... Well, are you going to watch that movie? No. Spider-Man has gone through an entire reset of his world, so there's a, a chance that he shows up in the in the Spider-Man stuff. Um, we... Clint does actually get home. You missed so there's two things that we haven't talked about at all. What? One is the huge battle with the tracksuits. Oh, in the, the in the tree and like the, the ice rink. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good which one. Which is epic. Yeah. And also we haven't talked at all about all the trick arrows. That's true. We so didn't that's talk like about a trick thing arrows. thing throughout all of this is that Hawkeye has trick arrows that do all sorts of craziness. You've and got one with like Stark tech. You've got one with pim pim particles. You've got all kinds of stuff. And he like labels them. And there's a whole scene with a label maker. <laughs> yeah, and but right. he won't, he'll, he won't tell Kate what some of them are for. He just says too dangerous, too dangerous. And those aren't for her. But then in the end, he lets her use the does too it, dangerous. Does, she, does she ask him? She's like too dangerous. And he says, okay, 
Yeah, and he lets her use it, and that's right, like right. a big girl You're right. grew up. You're absolutely right. And they're that, really funny. Like, some of them are really funny, and some like of them are really electrical, crazy. Electrical and, arrows. So and, every time they shoot one, you never know quite what it's going to do. That's I, You are absolutely right. I forgot about the scene in the ice rink where they are just doing the doing the oh, Hawkeye, doing the Hawkeye thing. The MVP, though, of that scene is when they shrink the truck, and then the owl comes out. And, and we also the forgot truck. the LARPers are back again. The LARPers come yeah, they do. and right. help they're helping like, evacuate they're, the building in their larping gear yeah and they also made the new to them. suits yeah we do get a more comic accurate uh hawkeye suit for both of them we get um if you if you have the i i cannot recommend it if you're gonna listen to this and you haven't read the hawkeye series um i highly recommend it because there's so much of this show in that comic like clint's apartment is kate's apartment like that's kind of a thing um the dog yeah pizza dog or lucky is what they call him in this but pizza dog is in it there's a lot that is um, a lot of this is the track suits everything is taken from that hawkeye series mad fraction david aha go find it support your local comic store go do whatever um so he you know everything kind of goes down and now Kate kind of has nowhere else to go and Clint kind of adopts her as not just a partner, but like as a daughter where he brings her to Christmas. Like Clint ends up making it home for Christmas. Um, and this is where we get the reveal of the watch is he, you know, he gives the watch to Linda Cardellini. Linda Cardellini turns the watch over and it's got the shield logo, which I had to explain to my wife <laughs> what the, sh- that what, like sh- a cool eagle. <laughs> what shield was. Uh, and then the, I, mean, I know what shield is, <laughs> but that was their logo. Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, and then the little, I think I can't remember the number was on it, but it's the number of mockingbird. Um, the question we have now is there was a mock, uh mockingbird was on a tv show on the agents of shield tv show uh so i don't know what that means like (laughs) they're playing with the multiverse maybe there's more than one mockingbird but linda carlini was mockingbird at one point and that's how she met clint she was a field agent uh they became they got married and had kids and uh, and of course three and then it looks like she kind of retired um yeah that's kind of how this one ends there the post-credit sequence is nothing of note it's an entire musical number well i read about it apparently there was going to be one that they pulled what was it i can't remember oh there was going to be one and they pulled it out and i cannot remember i try not to pay attention to anything like that because then it just either way the, the 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 end sequence was an entire musical number from the rogers musical uh skip it if you, oh, yeah, it, was rough. it was not good not good uh yeah so uh, so what was your to so your overall what did you think of it i liked it a lot i enjoyed it i looked forward to it every week does that make you does it make you want to watch black widow here's the thing there's it's just there's so much yeah in that it's overwhelming to me that's fair so it's like if i can eat this bite and like it that's great i don't want to eat the whole banana split it's gonna make me sick <laughs> oh we're i'm well aware but what <laughs> what if it what if it's a whole like jar of like pickles i don't understand. like semf gherkin pickles Ooh. <laughs> can't eat too many semf gherkins in one sitting <laughs> it's a 
special yellow German pickle. It's a little inside baseball for uh, listeners. Uh, So, yeah, it's like I, yeah, I mean, sure, because I really like that character. Um, I mean, I like Black Widow. I'd like to see her with Yelena more because I really enjoyed Yelena. Um, You liked uh, Scarlett Johansson with her or you just like that character in general? Scarlett Johansson. Oh, okay. Because Black Widow, I mean, it's, it's pretty, I mean, we can watch it whenever you want. It's on Disney Plus. Cool. <laughs> I did a review of it already, so don't worry. Didn't I already talk about on this show how I don't like to watch things you've already watched because yes. then you just stare at me the whole time waiting for me to have reactions? That one, I will say that one, you don't, that doesn't happen as much on that one. Continue, sorry. I would like to just move forward. Fair enough. So we're going to do Spider-Man. The Spider-Man you already saw? <laughs> yeah. No! I want to move forward from what, where, you, because here's the thing. He tells me about everything he sees. So I don't need to see it because I already know what happened. I stop and ask. Right. And then I say, go ahead. Tell me. Okay. Just cut to the chase. I don't have to go see this movie. That's what I do. Now I already know. I have a real spoiler in my house all the time. (laughs) Every week. (laughs) How was your movie? Tell me about it. Cool. Done. So, okay. So here's the next question. Do you want to do this again for the book of Boba Fett? I don't know. We'll see how this one is received. I know it was. I guess that's true. I had my micro. I'm turning my microphone again, so maybe none of this will be usable. It'll be usable. We'll figure it out. I have. A, I have an editor. It's fine. Oh my goodness! <laughs> All right, so that's it for this one. Uh, do you have? Do you want the people to find you online? You don't. You have no social media presence. No, besides. don't find me online, please. Don't. <laughs> uh, you can. You know. You know the deal. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. You can follow. I like uh, to call him Joey Butts. Sometimes. I know it does happen. It gets called out in the house every once in a while, and I don't know what to do with it. Uh, thank you for, you know, if you're listening to this, thank you for donating to the Patreon. That's a huge help. Obviously, we, we pay for uh, editing stuff. We pay for gear that we ends up getting broken because we've been doing this for so goddamn long. Pay for long. lots of movies. Hopefully. <laughs> I do pay for lots of movies. Uh, and that's it. Uh, th- thank you again for tuning in. Thank you to my wife for deciding to do this. <laughs> Sorry. She was kind of nervous about had not having anything to say, and she I got her to talk for an hour. That was pretty good. I am a talker. You are a talker. That's true. Uh, all right, kids. We'll talk to you later. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started.